Hello, and welcome to the podcast of the Central Church of God, located at 5120 Central Avenue, Portage, Indiana. Here, you can listen to Sunday service by Pastor Robert Sluter. If you have questions, prayer requests, or want more information about our church, please feel free to contact Pastor Robert at 219-963-8496. If you haven't heard that song before, it's called A Song for His Presence. And uh, after hearing that song a, a few times, I, I felt like uh, I love that, that, that for His presence. And we've been talking about the presence of the Lord. Amen? Amen? And so the title of the message today is Song for His Presence. Amen. Fitting. Pretty fitting. I can't get past this. And I want you to be encouraged next week, uh, come back. We're going to talk about persevering or persevering, that is, persevering in His presence. The Lord just hasn't released me from talking about His presence, so we're going to talk about persevering uh, in His presence. Today we're going to talk about song for His presence, and as we do, grab your Bibles, and uh, let's say the declaration of the Word today. I believe this is the Word of God. I believe it's fully the Word of God in both the Old Testament and the New Testament. I'm ready to receive from God's Word today. I'm alert, I'm listening, and I'm hungry. Lord, open my ears to hear and my heart to receive in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 God is so good. This morning, if you have your outline, you'll see it's uh, kind of a, a simple outline uh, today. Um, and I'm going to take us in. I want to look at four different psalms uh, this morning. Uh, we won't stay in long each one of them, but I want to look at four different uh, psalms. And, and I'm, uh, I, I believe the Lord is going to speak through us in this. And, and this first thought I want you to get this morning is bring him a song. How many knows that he's worthy of a song of praise, a song of worship? And so we need to bring that to him. And now I want to be in the Old Testament, but I want to pull just about three uh, scriptures out of the New Testament. And you know me, uh, usually I'll pick a passage and stay in it, but I just felt led to go to a couple of places that talk about songs. And, and let's look at this first one, uh, Colossians 3.16. And you know that grabs my attention. If you were here uh, not uh, a couple years ago, I preached a message 3.16 where I grabbed all the, the verses of 3.16 and they all uh, are threaded together. And so my heart always jumps when I see 3.16 and Here it is, uh, let the word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom, teaching and admonishing one another in psalms and in hymns and in spiritual songs, singing with grace in your hearts to what? To the Lord. To who, I should say. To who? To the Lord. Not to just one another. Uh, Our songs of praise, they're not for each other. It's for God. But I'm glad that we can join in together in songs of praise. Uh, I'm glad that we can sing and lift our voices together and honor His name. But we have to make sure that we always realize where the songs belong. They belong to Him. Bring Him a song today. Amen? In James chapter 5, verse 13, it says, Is anyone among you suffering? Let him pray. How many believes in, in prayer? Uh, we, we stand on prayer. I just got to put a plug in. Uh, last Tuesday night, we had an awesome prayer meeting. I know you, you think I always point over here, but we moved it over here uh, Tuesday night, and the presence of the Lord was uh, marvelous. Uh, we lifted him up. His presence was real, and he was speaking to us on Tuesday night. So if you're not doing anything on Tuesday nights at 7 o'clock, come join us for 
for a time of worship and a time of prayer. Uh, you'll be blessed uh, uh, to be a part of that. But we need to bring, if anyone's sick, we need to bring them and begin to pray for them. We believe in the, the prayer of the righteous availeth much. We believe that in prayer. But look at the second part that James says is, it's anyone cheerful, let him sing psalms or sing songs, uh, uh, sing songs of praise. Uh, how many knows that you, you can get cheerful and when you start singing, but uh, uh, when you are cheerful, that gives you a reason to sing. You ever met somebody who just was just singing around the, around the house and, and uh, you're wondering, what's wrong? with you. There's nothing wrong with them. That's the thing. They're happy. They're, they're singing out of joy. And it's better when they're singing songs to Jesus Christ out of joy. When they when they're, have the cheer and the, 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 the graces of God in their life. When they have the joy of the Lord filling in them. And so we need to bring him a song. So if you're cheerful, I want to say even when you're not cheerful, go ahead and start singing because it may just change the atmosphere. But when you're cheerful, don't hold it in. We need to bring him a song. You get the point this morning. We need to bring him a song because he's deserving of all songs and all praise. Amen. Then let's look at Revelation chapter 5 verse 9. Those in heaven it says, and they sang a new song saying, you are worthy to take the scroll and to open its seals for you were slain and have redeemed us to God by your blood out of every tribe, of every tongue and people and nation all around the world. Now, all the ages before and all the ages that are going to come, they deserve, or they, God deserves a praise from them. And God is the one who opens the seal. The lamb, Jesus Christ, opens the seal and we begin to sing a new song to him. I'm ready to learn a new song in heaven. Amen. Now, I'm ready to get there. And uh, I know there's some great things uh, that we're waiting for uh, that we've been given a name that no one even knows right now. You don't even know the name, but when you get to heaven, God has a new name for you. But before that, we're going to sing a new song. Amen. How many is looking forward to heaven? Uh, this is a temporary journey, but uh, we got to keep our eyes on him. But until we get there, we need to bring him a song here. Amen. Every time we come together, I love the worship, uh, whether it's a prayer meeting, whether it's a Wednesday night, uh, whether it's just a group, I, I want to enter in with worship, uh, especially on a Sunday morning. We got to give him the praise, and, and I love worshiping God. Lord, we give you praise. Uh, can we just take a praise break right now again? Lord, we worship you. Uh, we've done it in song, but now we do with our voices uh, uh, just an acclamation to you. We give you glory. We give you praise. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Amen. Amen. So we have a reason to sing. You have a reason to sing. If you've given your heart to Jesus Christ, we have a reason to sing. If you're watching online, if you're in this room, you haven't given your heart to Christ, and, and you're like, I want to learn how to sing. I want to have a, a song of praise. This is the time. The day is the moment, uh, the hour. Give your heart to him. Surrender your life, and you will have a reason to sing. All of us who've already received redemption, uh, and we know that we've been justified from our sins, uh, and that now we are right with him. We are righteous. We have a reason to sing. We have a reason to bring him a song for his presence. Uh, anytime we come together, his presence is with us, and we have a reason to bring him a song. So let's look at this this morning, and we're going to start in, in Psalms chapter 98. The thought in this song I want you to pull out is sincerity and a song of worship. We need to come to the Lord in sincerity. And let's pull that out of the scripture. This is a psalm, and the psalmist writes, Oh, sing to the Lord a new song. 
For he has done marvelous things. His right hand and his holy arm have gained him the victory. The Lord has made known his salvation, his righteousness. He has revealed in the sight of the nations. He has remembered his mercy and his faithfulness to the house of Israel and the ends of the earth have seen the salvation of our God. I want to pause there and say when you begin to start hearing these things and reflecting on your house being saved, then that should mean that I want to respond the right way. You need to come with a heart of sincerity and worship to God Almighty. Don't sing half-heartedly. Don't hold it back, but give him the praise that he deserves. Go ahead and raise your hand if you got to dance, go ahead and dance before him. But when we give him praise, we've got to do it with our whole heart. Sincerity. I don't want to just a half-hearted, get it out here, half-hearted worship. I want to give him everything that I have. I want to be spent by the time I leave a worship service. I want to pour it all on his feet because he deserves it. It may wear you out. You may need to take a nap, but be ready to give all that God deserves. Give him all your praise with sincerity of a song of worship. Verse 4 goes on this. Uh, this is a sincerity. Shout joyfully to the Lord. Not quietly, not, not, heart, not partially, but shout joyfully. Let's go ahead and practice that right now. Come on, give, me him, a, give him a praise. Say hallelujah. Hallelujah! hallelujah! Amen. It's, it's roaring in this place today. Do that again. Hallelujah! Shout joyfully to the Lord, all the earth. Break forth in song. Okay, we'll do that later. I was just seeing if anybody's just going to break out in song right now because that you you sung hallelujah so well. But just don't don't worry. Hey, hey, if the song comes, it's time to sing. Amen. There's times in the middle. Hey, if God can move in, in Cornelius' house and pour out His Spirit, you, you never know what's going to happen. We may call the praise team up early and just give Him praise. But break forth in song, rejoice and sing praises. Sing to the Lord with the harp, with the harp and the sound of psalms. Uh, just sing with the Lord uh, with the instruments that you have. Bring glory. Glory to his name. Give him the praises on instruments with trumpets and the sound of a horn. Shout joyfully before the Lord the King. How many likes trumpets? How many is believing for uh, trumpet players uh, uh, for the for the praise band? Uh, I, I'm I'm ready for that. Uh, I'm ready to see uh, someone. I, I, my mind goes back to when I was when I was younger. We was part of a church, and uh, we had a, a music pastor um, that he he made a connection with some youth, and he got the kids who were playing in band to come play at church. And so they were they were coming to church. They were some uh, students. It was so fun watching uh, these trumpet players. They would stand over in the corners. We had a couple of trumpets, and and they were just waiting because they didn't play the whole song but they were just waiting they, these are teenagers and and they didn't know what to expect but when it came their turn they would they would tilt the horn up they would play it and then they would look at each other and give that nod like that sounded pretty i loved watching them they were excited but they were being raised up i'm believing right now someone believe with me lord i pray send in that trumpet player because we want to give you praise on all the instruments that we can in jesus name amen again you see shout joyfully before the lord the king let the sea roar in all its fullness, the world and those who dwell in it. Let the rivers clap their hands. Let the hills be joyful together before the Lord. For he is coming to judge the earth with the righteousness. He shall judge the world and the people with equity. 
We know that this is the Old Testament. It was talking about the day of judgment that was going to come on the house. But we also know that there's going to be a time that we're looking for, a day of judgment, that he's going to call us righteous, amen, because we're going to be in heaven with him. But until that time, I want to bring a sincerity of heart. I want to bring sincerity and a worship of song. And we declare that right now. I'm going to be a part of it, amen? Amen. Let's look at Psalms chapter 121. I want you to have this thought of optimistic outlook as a believer. It says, I will lift up my eyes to the hill. From whence comes my help? Then the second verse declares, my help comes from the Lord who made heaven and earth. If you're ever on a down day and, and you're not being optimistic, go out and look at creation and, and see the things that God has created. That's where your help's coming from and it turn that pessimism into optimism. I'm able to declare that it's going to work out. God has a plan. Someone say that with me. God has a plan. He has a plan for your life. He has a plan for this church. He, he has a plan for the, the church across the United States to, to proclaim the, good, the gospel and the good news. Have an optimistic outlook as a believer. And we see that from the song, where my help going to come from? It comes from God who made heaven and earth. Everything that you see, he is the one that gives me hope today. Verse three says this, he will not allow your foot to be moved. He who keeps you will not slumber. Behold, he who keeps Israel shall neither sleep nor slumber or sleep. The Lord is your keeper. The Lord is your shade and at your right hand. The sun shall not strike you by day, nor the moon by night. I, I can be optimistic because I know that Christ is on my side, that he's walking with me. The Holy Spirit is walking beside me. I'm not left alone. I, I, have a, I know that tomorrow is going to be better. Here, let's just put a pause right here. If you're around people who are not optimistic, you may find another group of people to hang out with. Anybody got discouraged because people are always so negative? Stop hanging out with negative people. You, you can't let your optimism be taken away. Hang out with some that are saying, I know that God is able. I know that this is going to happen. And I I know that's going to happen. Get away from naysayers, but get your eyes on Jesus uh, and be optimistic in your outlook because you're a believer in Jesus Christ uh, because death didn't hold him down and, and death couldn't hold him back. Uh, he rose again, and because of that, we are saved. And if death couldn't get, uh, hold Jesus back, nothing can hold him back from you and helping us and using us. His spirit is alive, amen. He's quickened our mortal bodies. He's reigning within us, and he guides our steps. And so we can have an optimistic outlook because the Holy Spirit is the one who's leading my steps. Uh, the Word of God says that the steps of the righteous are what? They're ordered by God. I can have an optimistic outlook, outlook because I'm not following my ways, I'm following His ways. Amen? And when I keep my eyes on Jesus Christ, the author and finisher of my faith, I know I can keep on running the race uh, because the goal is not to, to get off track and take a rest. My goal is to keep my eyes on Jesus Christ and keep running the lap. Uh, and I'm going to keep going on to the finish line because he's there waiting for me. I have an optimistic outlook because I'm a believer and I've been saved and redeemed by the blood of Jesus Christ. Verse 6, verse 7. The Lord shall preserve you from all evil. He shall preserve your soul. The Lord shall preserve your going out and your coming in from this time forth and forevermore. The Lord is our protector. He's keeping us. He's holding us. He's going to preserve you. That's why next week you want to be here because not, not only he preserves us, but he gives us perseverance. He helps us push through and push on. I want you to look at Psalms 
chapter 5 now. And this, I want you to see that there's new joy found in the Lord. Lamentations tells us that we are not consumed because he's gracious towards us, right? It is the Lord's mercies I'm not consumed. His compassions fail not. Great is your faithfulness. Your mercies are new every morning. Well, if his mercies are new every morning, you think he can give us new joy every day? You think he can restore joy every morning uh, along with mercies? I, I should get joy when I realize his mer mercies are new in the morning. It should give me joy that day. So I want to find new joy, new joy found in the Lord. Listen to this. This is the chief musician. This is uh, with flutes. Oh, wait, we should pause. How many believe some from flute, flutists to come into the church? Amen. Anybody want to declare a flutist to be a part of the worship team? Lord, we declare right now, we'll make room for a flutist. This is Psalm of David. Give ear to my words, O Lord. Consider my meditations. Give heed to the voice of my cry, my King and my God, for to you I will pray. My voice you shall hear in the morning, O Lord, and in the morning I will direct it to you. I will look up, for you are not a God who takes pleasure in wickedness, nor shall evil dwell with you. The boastful shall not stand in your sight. You hate all workers of iniquity. You shall destroy those who speak falsehood. The Lord abhors the, bless, the bloodthirsty and the deceitful men. But as for me, I will come into your house in the multitude of your mercy. His mercy every morning is new, but new. But I'm not going to just come into the house every morning. I want to come together with others and worship because he brings us in as a multitude. In the fear of you, I will worship towards your holy temple. I'm not in this by myself. Someone turn to your neighbor and say, I'm not in this by myself. Uh, the Lord has somebody with me. It's our church family. It's a, it's a body of Christ. Uh, and I'm glad to, that next Sunday night we're going to experience uh, the body of Christ with a whole lot of people. We're, even some that know and speak our language. And, and there's going to be some from South, Seoul, South Korea. They don't know English. But I believe when we start worshiping together, that God's going to make a connection right there. And we're going to see the glory of the Lord fill this place. Lead me, O Lord, in your righteousness because of my enemies. Make your way straight before my face, for there is no faithfulness in their mouth. Listen to what he's saying for those who are not faithful, those who are in this passage uh, consider the enemy, the, the ones who are not righteous, this is what he's writing. He says, for there is no faithfulness in their mouth. The, their inward parts is destruction. Their throat is an open tomb, meaning that the words that they say just keeps bringing death. Uh, there's no life. They're, they're not speaking life. Uh, they're, they're not optimistic. They're, they're always negative. They're speaking death to everything. Their throat is just an open tomb. Uh, they flatter with their tongue. Verse 10, pronounce them guilty. We leave it to God. Pronounce them guilty. Let them fall by their own counsel. Cast them out of the multitude of their transgression, for they have rebelled against you. But let all those rejoice who put their trust. Somebody who's put their trust in the Lord begin to rejoice again. I, I've put my trust in him. Let them ever shout for say with me for joy. When we know that we're right with God, when we're walking with him and, and we're completing and we're doing his will and we're a part of the great commission, we can shout for joy because you defend them. You defend those who are been called by your name. You defend those who call on you. You defend 
Then those who those who, who have embraced you and those who hide under your wing, you are to our great defender. Amen. Let those also who love your name be joyful in you. How many loves the name Jesus? When you begin to hear his name, doesn't something happen good? It doesn't, doesn't it bring a, a joy to your heart when you're speaking his name? Because you know the opposite. You've been around someone who's misused the name Jesus. What happens when you hear his name the wrong way? You begin to cringe a little bit, right? You begin to like, oh, that didn't sound right. Because when I say his name, it brings peace and joy. It brings strength. I, I have joy that just begins to flow out because I know that he's my redeemer. He's my friend. He's the one who loves me and cares for me and he holds on to me. He never leaves me, and he never forsakes me. When I begin to speak the name of Jesus, uh, we know that the enemy begins to tremble. Demons begin to tremble at the name of Jesus when it's spoken by the right person. And guess what? You're the right person to speak his name because you've been saved by the blood of Christ. And so you've been given the authority to speak the name of Jesus over sickness, over death, uh, over situations. You've been able, you're able to speak his name with authority because we have a relationship relationship with him. If you have a true relationship with Christ, uh, you're not going to hear depart from me uh, and, and then be say, well, didn't we use your name? But if you have a true relationship with Christ, he's going to say, well done, my good and faithful servant. Uh, how many is ready to hear those words? Amen. It's because of our walk. We have to have that walk with him. We have to surrender to him. So I hope you're taking these notes down. This will help you in your daily walk. This is, we take time, I make these outlines so you can go back at least one time. You don't have to keep it for eternity. It's not going to get you into heaven if you bring the outlines. It's like, hey, here's my ticket. No, your ticket is Jesus Christ, right? But along the way, we need to, we need to grow. And part of growing is going back, thinking about the, the, the message, thinking about what God is saying. And I'm hoping you're, you're jotting this down. Now, I want new joy. How many could use some new joy? You're not going to get it if you don't think about it. Think about it in the morning. Lord, give me today the joy that I need because I'm going to run into, some, with, run into somebody who doesn't have the joy. And so pray, oh God, help me, Lord, let the joy that you give me rub off on them. You work with some people eight to five, seven to four, whatever it is, overtime, and they may not have much joy, and it can bring you down. By lunchtime, you're like, I wish I could go home. Some of you are probably like, I wish I didn't have to go in. But if you have the joy of the Lord and you let it bubble out of you, it may irritate them at first, but later on they're going to say, I'm glad that you came in today with joy. Uh, it may take you a, a couple of days. It may take you a week. It may take them a month to get used to that joy coming out. But let the joy of the Lord overflow in your life. Uh, I want an overflowing of joy, oh God, uh, not just for, just for a moment, but Lord, let it be from the morning to night. Uh, let the joy of the Lord reign and give us strength. Amen. Verse 11, again, but let those who rejoice, who put their trust in, in you, let them ever shout for joy because you defend them. Let those also who love you by name be joyful in you. For you, O Lord, will bless the righteous. With favor, you will surround him as a shield. Again, the picture of him being our protector. This last one this morning, we want to look at Psalms 100. We need to have gratitude for grace and mercy. I ask the question a lot, but how many is thankful? How many is grateful for the blood of Christ that's forgiven you of your sins? We're redeemed. 
So much to be grateful for. That's why we come and we give our very best in praise. That's why we need to bring him a song for his presence because of his mighty acts and what he's done and, he, and he's given us praise. This is a psalm of, of thanksgiving. In fact, this, this word thank, for thanksgiving, the, the Hebrew word, actually means a choir of worshipers. Isn't that a, isn't that a beautiful uh, thought, this, this idea of this psalm? And, and it's also found, the same word is found in Nehemiah chapter 12, verse 31. And, and it talks about bringing a choir of worshipers. Uh, I want to be a part of that choir. Amen. And we've, we've been a part of that this morning. We're a choir of worshipers in this place. Uh, you, you don't have to be in a certain place. You don't have to be on the platform. You're in this room. You're a part of the choir. If you were singing at home, I hope you were, uh, you're a part of the choir of worshipers. And we want to not just be a, a ones who just sing songs. Songs, but we want to give our very best because we have a heart of gratitude. Doesn't that change uh, the song uh, uh, a little bit when you see people singing with gratitude? It doesn't matter how good or how bad, but when it's sung with gratitude, you're able to join in. There's a grateful heart. Make a joyful noise unto the Lord. Give him all the praise that you can. He deserves it to, today, and I'm going to pray out of my, I'm going to sing out of my gratitude for his grace and mercy. So this is what Psalms 100 says. Make a joyful shout to the Lord, all you lands. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with singing. We could stop with this, those two verses. There's probably a lot of homework right there that I can work on. I, I want to have a heart of thanksgiving. I want to shout to the Lord because he deserves it. We're, we're going to keep shouting around here. I, wanna, I, I know some people are quiet by nature. Can I just let you know, the Bible doesn't say be quiet. The Bible talks about shouting. You're going to have to get over it. If you want to get that, when you go into heaven, I guarantee you, if you've never shouted, when you walk in, don't wait till then. The Bible gives us instructions. You're like, it's just not my nature. I guarantee you, I could go through your life. I can find someplace when you shouted. <laughs> And it became natural. <laughs> Anybody got into that before? And so here it is. When we begin to worship, the shout becomes natural. It becomes, a, uh, it becomes unsolicited. Someone doesn't have to say, give a shout. We just begin to, to do it. And that's because the joy of the Lord is stirring up. And we don't know how, how to respond. But this is what the word of God says. We, do, we begin to declare it, right? Make a joyful shout to the Lord. Only those who like to shout. That's not written in there. Make a joyful shout to the Lord, all you lands. Let's go ahead and practice. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Jesus, I love you. Jesus, I love you. Hallelujah. We're going to keep shouting. There's something that breaks through in the shout. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with singing. Know that the Lord, he is God. It is he who made us and not we ourselves. Why do you think he threw that in there? Because he wanted to talk to the ones who said, well, it's not my nature to shout. No, God made you to be a shouter. God made you to be a worshiper. God made you to be a singer. You may resist it, but that's not because God made you that way. The scripture says he made us and not we ourselves. And if God is the one who made us, I think he's putting in us the ability to shout, the ability to sing, the ability to praise, the ability to give him the glory that he deserves. Because it's not about us, it's about him. He made us for his pleasure. He made us to, to honor him. He made us to adore him. He made us to worship him. Not ourselves. He didn't make us 
because he wanted pleasure in us. He gets pleasure in. He made us to give him the pleasure of the worship that comes from our hearts, from our inner being. And we give you praise. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving. When you come into the, into the church, come in with thanksgiving. I, I know how it is. I, I've been, we've been around, a lot of people have been in church a long time. Some people can't wait to get to church because they need to tell somebody how bad the week's been. That, that's kind of human nature, but that is, that's not what I read here. Come into his gates with thanksgiving. What would have happened to the atmosphere if every one of us came into the room with a, a thankful heart and a grateful heart and we held the, the sad stories till Tuesday? Not Monday. Monday's not a good thing for sad stories. So hold it on. Hold on to it. When you come to this place, let's go ahead and make a pack. Everybody just raise your hand. And if you don't want to do it, you don't have to. I make a pack right now. I'm going to come in with stories of joy. I'll hold the sad stories till later. Now, if there's a deep prayer request, that's different, right? I, I, need, a, I need God to but, but if this is, I've had a rough week. You won't believe my family. Don't tell me right now. I'm getting ready to go sing. I, I don't want you to bring me down. I want to go in with the, I don't want the pastor to get on to me because I've got a sad face. I'll be like, why are you so sad? I heard this story from Jimmy. Oh my goodness. No, hold on to it because how we come in is how we're going to praise and how we're going to worship. And I want God to receive a joyful song today. Enter his gates with thanksgiving and to his courts with praise. Be thankful to him and bless his name for the Lord is good and his mercies is everlasting and his truth endures to all generations God's not done saving the next generation we pray for prodigals we're praying for sons and daughters because he is not done saving the generations they have a song to sing how many believes that God's going to inspire others to write new songs for his presence? We may not like the style, we may not like the tune, but I believe that the words are magnifying God. We can get the message and worship with them because he deserves the praise. Amen. He's going to save a new generation, the next generation. So bring him a song. So I want you to look at this, this, uh, Acrostic. How many of you already picked up on the acrostic? Let's look at it. S. Sincerity in a song of worship. When you think about a song, let it be in sincerity. When we come, I want to give my whole heart completely. Come with sincerity, wholeheartedness. Don't hold back. The Lord, and it's not for those in the room. It's not to make a a pastor happy. The worship is about him. It's about Jesus. Optimistic outlook as a believer. I want to be more optimistic. I try to be, but I know I can get discouraged sometimes and I can get into the wrong mode and then I have to snap out of it. Anybody ever had a snap out of it? 
I need to make a choice. I want to be optimistic as a believer. What is it? Why, why, why as a believer? Because I'm not being optimistic because I'm just an American. I'm not being optimistic because uh, I'm just uh, living life. I'm being optimistic because I have new life in Jesus Christ. I, I have real life in Jesus Christ. I, I can be optimistic because I know what the end really brings. I, I don't know what tomorrow is, but I do know who holds tomorrow. You, you've heard that. I can have joy. I can be optimistic no matter how hard it is, even though the mountains be carried into the midst of the sea. I know that God is my refuge and strength in a very present time of trouble. I'm always can be optimistic because God is on our side. God is on your side today. And then new joy found in the Lord in new joy. I believe he can give us new joy every day. I'm going to live in that walk in it. Help us. Oh God. And finally, the gratitude for grace and mercy. That's your acrostic for the day of song. Sincerity in a song of worship. Optimistic outlook as a believer. New joy found in the Lord and gratitude for grace and mercy. Now this wasn't all done by accident. I believe the Lord instructed these things for this song. I really caught on to that. Even though that song we just sang, a song for a president, doesn't even have that line in the in the lyrics, but it's a song for his presence. Holy, holy, holy. There's another song as our praise team comes back right now. There's another song that we've done here called Gratitude. We're getting ready to lead that here. It's another song. It doesn't have the word gratitude in it, but you may have, you, you'll recognize a song. But I want to have gratitude this morning because of the grace and mercy. As you stand to your feet, I want to give an opportunity. If anybody's watching online, my number should be there. Anyone in this room, if you need to give your heart to the Lord, this is the time. You don't want to wait. And it's simple by saying, thank you, Lord, for being the ultimate sacrifice for sin. If you're here today, you need to surrender your life to to Christ without any hesitation. I, I just want you to come up here and stand. I want to come and pray with you. If you're watching online, I want you to reach out to me today and I want to pray with you. But this is a day, this is a time to surrender your life. Whether it's for the first time or if it's coming back to the Lord, he wants to move on your heart today and he has been moving on your heart because he wants to give you the reason why everybody else has a song for his presence. We bring him a song because of his redemptive blood, because of his grace, because of his mercy, because he deserves it. We bring you a song today, and we're grateful. Is there anyone in this room? Just go ahead and come down. I want to pray with you. The second invitation is in his presence. I know there can be healing, and we'll pray for those as the time leads. But I want to give you an opportunity to respond to this message by bringing him a song. If you're comfortable, you can find a place around the front rows or open to sit if you need to sit. But to make that movement, I want to bring you a song today, Lord. I want to bring you a heart of worship. So the altar area is open just to come and give him a, a song of praise. Then if you need prayer, get my attention. I want to pray with you. But I want to respond to this message and give him glory. Amen. Will anyone join me?
any more of that. I want to bring a prayer request. This is Georgia. And she needs a healing touch in her body, in her feet, and in her bones. And we believe we have a God that is able. Amen. We have a God that is able. So Lord, right now we pray for Georgia. Lord, nothing is impossible for you. Lord, we're going to raise up a shout of praise in this place. Lord, I believe that you're able to touch her, bring a healing. Let there be a testimony, O God, of a healing, Lord. That, Lord, that, that encourage these parents to share their testimony with others that God is able. Nothing is impossible. Say that with me. Nothing is impossible. One more time. Nothing is impossible, God. And we bring her to you in Jesus' mighty name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Blessed be your name. Amen. 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 Glory to your name. Amen. So don't let out, don't hold it in. Sing it out right now. Hallelujah. 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 Come on, my soul. Oh, don't you get shy on me. Lift up your song. Cause you got a lion inside of those lungs. Get up and Shy on me, lift up your song. If you got a lion inside of those 
Father, I pray pastoral prayer over this group that's here this morning, those watching online. I pray for a covering. Lord, I pray not only in this moment, but tomorrow morning that they wake up with the joy of the Lord. Lord, that they're able to share the truth of the gospel with somebody, the love of Christ with someone else. And we give you praise and we give you glory. Keep us safe until we're able to come back together again. And we give you all the praise in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Are you ready to say it this morning? Psalms 1914. Let it come up. Not it. Okay. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight. O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. Amen. Lead us out in praise.